0: Lorenzo and this
1: is the Pop Style Opinion Fest. Hello, kittens. Welcome back to another edition of the PSO. I am the T and your T Low Tom Fitzgerald, and I'm here with the Low and your T Lorenzo Marquez, my lovely husband. Hello, how are you, Lorenzo?
0: I'm fine. Are you fine? Yeah. it's Friday, it's I the end know. of a busy week. It's, it's very busy, but We're I just at looked out. the height of
1: award season, right. so it's but I just
0: looked out and it's sunny and shiny and it's beautiful. Nice. It's just a nice day, so um.
1: It's, uh, we're at the height of award season and we, I think we may have had our busiest week in, in at least the last year, just this past week. No complaints. I love it. It's, right. you know, uh, it's great to have all this content. It's great to see celebrities out on the red carpet. As we've been saying for a while now, the red carpet's not going anywhere. Right. Um, and if anything, it's getting louder and tackier
0: i mean I, I because i go to instagram uh, and and all these places where the you know celebrities actually talk about what they're doing and they're all saying the same thing they can't wait to go out and yeah. do things and you know be on the red carpet just they miss that
1: yeah um Uh, and I think we are heading into a period. In fact, this is a sort of an overview of what we're going to be talking about today, but, uh, I think we're heading into a period much like, um, I would liken it to the seven, the mid to late seventies. I would liken it to parts of the late eighties where fashion is really starting to reflow or we're going to head into a period where fashion is going to be directly referencing the times in which we live. Um, uh, in, in, a, in a way when politics and and I'll just liken it to this like in the 70s post Watergate post Vietnam there became this very laissez-faire style
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: that became very popular women didn't wear bras they didn't wear makeup men didn't wear suits anymore they grew their hair long it was that period post hippie and leading right up to Saturday Night Fever right around that time
0: and fashion reflected fashion uh, reflected that malaise that lot, people yeah. were feeling
1: mm-hmm. at the time and they basically just wanted to party and not give a fuck and that was reflected in in the fashion and it was very much about the politics intersecting with that and then you had the reagan 80s to to use another example and by the by the mid by the by his second term which we he was reelected in 1984 um the sort of reagan aesthetic was in full swing that red white and blue aesthetic and you know military styles were way more popular like women were wearing brass buttons and and right. padded shoulders and that sort of thing red white and blue styles were much more popular um so uh, I I think because of um, mainly because of COVID, because of the pandemic, which has been you know life altering for a, a good portion of the world in many senses.
0: Pretty much everybody.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it has affected everybody across the board. Um, I think we're seeing that. I think we're seeing a fashion that is both going to have that sort of seventies laissez faire "fuck it, I'll wear what I want" thing to it, but um, I also think there's going to be a bit of that high glam money 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 1980s uh so it's right. this, it's this combination of styles that and you're i that's what i see when we cover stuff lately it's this combination of mid 70s and late 80s uh high glam but also um not giving a fuck about norms I any. Mean, you can feel that sort right, of thing right. breaking down let's try different shapes let's try not wearing bras let's ha- you know that sort of thing um didn't mean to turn into a riff on that but we are going to talk about the red carpet a little bit more we're going to talk about the met gala 2022 theme yes uh, exciting and we're also going to talk about uh sort of tying into my previous point about um uh Vladimir Zelensky and how people are reacting to the way he dresses yeah. as a wartime leader this will not be a you-go-boy kind of, he looks so fierce. We're not going to be assessing his <laughs> clothes. We're going to be more talking about the semiotics of it and um, and why people are... There's just been a couple news stories in the past week that indicate that the way he is dressing as a wartime leader is um, being noticed by people in power, and there have been good reactions and bad reactions right. and just incredibly lame reactions. <laughs> <laughs> um. And speaking of incredibly lame, Nancy Pelosi, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my God. But we'll get to that. Yes. It, let's start with the Met Gala.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Okay. So we're having the second Met Gala in the space of less than a year because they were sort of backed up because the last one was in September. And now they're doing the next one in May. Um, and they just announced Anna Winter just announced the um the she announced the the co-chairs and I don't even remember it's Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds and yeah. uh, the, Regina, Regina King and who else
0: I forget who um Regina King and Blake Lively uh uh, and Lynn, Lynn Manuel. Oh, Lynn
1: Manuel Miranda. Miranda, everywhere. yes. Um, <laughs> just everywhere. That guy is everywhere. <laughs> anyway,
0: <laughs> anyway. Well, the,
1: the, so okay. The theme is gilded glamour.
0: Well, actually, the theme is in America and mythology of fashion. Second part. The That's second the part. That's
1: ex- the exhibit. that the macallis. Right. On. Yeah. So
0: and so they're taking that and saying that this, the second part now is going to be focused on uh, gilded, gilded glamour, glamour. Now, which I'm very excited about.
1: I think there's a couple things going on there, as Vanessa Friedman of the New York Times noted when she reported this, I think she broke the story, actually, that whatever the theme means, Anna's clearly telling people to dress up. Yeah. And that could, you know, ASAP Rocky showed up at the Met Gala last time and wrapped in a quilt and it was the biggest story of the night. And I don't think Anna appreciates that sort of thing and I don't think that's what she wants out of her Met Gala. right? Uh, So I do think that this is, I think Vanessa Friedman's right that, and we can talk and debate what Gilded Glamour means because you and I thought that people were looking at it in different ways. But I do think regardless of what it actually means, and let's face it, celebrities don't follow the theme all that much anyway. No, they
0: don't, which is It's silly. not a costume party, though. I know, though. But, they, but you could get inspired by it because, for example, the second part of the uh, the theme that mm-hmm. for this year is pretty much uh, it, they're paying homage to all the uh, um, fashion designers and the, the dressmakers and all the people in the fashion industry um, here in the in United States uh, back in the... I think it's in the 19th century and mid-late 20th. Century. So, so there's so much there, you know, to explore. This is the thing about, well, do, are they talking about
1: the actual Gilded Age, or do they just mean they no, want glamorous clothing? They're,
0: they're, they're, painting as, they're painting the whole thing I as think they the leave Gilded Glamour, but you know how it is.
1: Uh, well, last time, because as you noted, it was America, a lexicon of fashion, that is the uh, right. costume exhibit. So many people thought that meant Americana. So right. let's dress in golden fields of wheat and the American flag, which is not what it meant.
0: And and it doesn't matter because they're they're dumb and they can't do it despite all that money and people involved. Because then you then you get the the uh, European uh, houses and they 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 can't get they don't understand that they can't. Do a, a good job interpreting American fashion or American I don't know. history. They, or I mean, Versace yeah.
1: had a couple. Didn't Versace do the cowboy outfit or the cow?
0: Yeah. Well, there you go. You go to fucking cowboy. You know. I mean, that is
1: an, the lexicon of yeah, American but my fashion. my point
0: is that now you have this beautiful history, uh, this beautiful period of fashion and everything, in especially New York. Uh, so the, you want to see corsets and bustles? I, yes, absolutely. I want to see the fucking electric light dress. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. want I want to see someone get inspired by that dress and uh, wearing it. I dress. don't
1: credit <laughs> celebrities with that much knowledge of history. But
0: come on, can you imagine if someone if someone shows up with with a version of that dress? I would love I would love oh it my if like, God, yes. Billy
1: Porter showed up in a yes, bustle and a corset, yes. you know what I mean? Um with a
0: torch holding <laughs> on yeah. the torch. Come on, someone has to do it. Which,
1: just as as an aside, um, and I said this to you last night, I was like, this is the week where everyone's suddenly deciding that it's okay to like the Gilded Age. I've been hearing more and more of that lately. And I, can I just say, I don't understand all the complaining about this show, because I never expected it to be more than exactly what it is, a silly soap opera with pretty dresses. I just don't get all the complaining about it. I know it's got its flaws, but... I guess I had low expectations and the show has fulfilled them. Although we will get into a lot. I have seen right. the finale and, and there's don't a lot. you know
0: what I'm talking about, the electric light dress. It, oh, I it, guess I'm done. No, but let me explain. Cause people are like, what is, what is Lorenzo talking about? Fuck my drag. Short version is, <laughs> it was a dress worn by Mrs. Vanderbilt. Um, for, she wore it to a ball, major ball in, in, in New York. So just, just Google it. And you know, it, it was just this incredible dress, and it was just perfect for the event. And she had all the money in the world yes. to put that dress together. But anyway,
1: we are looking forward to the Met Gala. It's Monday, May 2nd. Um, it, it's We're going to have about three weeks between our Oscar coverage and Met Gala coverage. Right. It's all being slammed together. And I, again, I have no problems with that.
0: No, that's fine. I'm excited about it. Uh, you know, I really hope they bring it. Yeah, um, yes, there was a lot of casual fashion on
1: the last met gala and i believe that that was understandable given the time right but um i do kind of i can kind of get behind what anna is implying here which is all oh, y'all better dress the fuck up it is the met gala
0: it just i don't think she liked the conversation what's no going on yeah uh, uh, <laughs> by the sidelines no quilts uh, i know it was just like and uh, uh what was the other one? The Cortez and, uh, her dress. Uh, yeah, that.
1: that which uh, I still think was a powerful moment politically, right, or at I, least a brave one, but, but
0: uh, I don't think
1: Anna wants no, it.
0: She doesn't like those things. No, no. she doesn't like uh, those things. She wants everyone focus on the Met Gala, not... You know, yeah, being the on the Costume the Institute yeah. itself
1: and and the exhibit itself. But I
0: do hope people get inspired and and, and I mean, if you not saying I bet you
1: Anna doesn't show up in a gold dress because no. she never ever does. No,
0: she's gonna show she up never does some yeah. Chanel something. But I hope people are like I don't know wearing a lot of gold and sparkly yeah. you know things mm-hmm. and, you know beaded stuff you know that that kind
1: of stuff. Um, And before we get on to more serious weighty topics, let's talk about our meal plan. Every Plate is America's best value meal kit. While most meal kits come with a premium price tag, Every Plate offers delicious dinners that won't break the bank. Let Every Plate plan, shop, and deliver everything you need to cook a delicious meal at a consistently low price. Choose from 17 delicious weekly recipes, and then, well, sit back. They'll deliver pre-portioned ingredients and easy-to-follow recipe cards right to your front door. Every Plate's quality ingredients come Carefully packed in pre-portion, helping you save money and reduce food waste, like that bag of mixed greens that Lorenzo throws out every week because <laughs> the overbuys salads.
0: Oh, my um, God. Yes. You can
1: choose between 17 recipes that change each week. You can swap proteins, veggies, and sides to your liking. Think of it this way. One meal from every plate is about the same as one cup of coffee and that is really what sets every plate apart from all those other meal plans is how affordable their meals are every plate cuts out trips to the grocery store and stressful meal planning so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes for those looking for a quick and satisfying fix every plate offers a selection of recipes that come together in just 20 to 25 minutes give yourself and your wallet a break enjoy delicious affordable meals delivered to your door and ready to go in just six simple steps so Try every plate for just $179 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code TLO179. That's $179 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code TLO179. That's up to a $104 value. Thank you, Everyplate. Okay, so um, Nancy Pelosi. I don't really like talking about politics on this podcast at all.
0: But come on, how can you not mention what? Well, did? W- when what it they intersects did, her.
1: with with culture, with pop mm-hmm. culture, uh, as it did this week, then I feel like we have to get back into it, and it's pretty much the same. Uh, it comes under the same heading of the last time we talked about Nancy Pelosi on this podcast, which was in January when she had um, Lynn manuel Miranda, oh, there he is again, and the cast of Hamilton um, sing Dear Theodosia to mark the one-year anniversary of the violent Capitol insurrection and we just couldn't get over how ridiculously tone-deaf and silly that was. I mean, she keeps topping herself. There was the kente cloth, which I actually I think that is probably the worst out of all of them, when she knelt. Uh, um, I don't want to get into that. Um, and then she had Lynn manuel back in January, and then yesterday, it was St. Patrick's Day. I don't really know why she felt she needed to mark St. Patrick's Day, because it's probably not your job and whatever. Um, but she decided to mark it by reading a poem sent to her by Bono. Of all people, come Bono, on. Yeah. okay, that great Irish poet. <laughs> um, and it was about Zelensky and the w- Ukrainian invasion and all of that. She announced that early in the day that she was going to be reading this poem. And I, I mean, everybody was just like, "What? That? What? Yeah. That sounds terrible." And I thought it
0: was some it was was going to be some real poem, like it, by an Irish, you know, writer or something. Um, I mean, it was
1: like something scrawled on a bathroom wall. It was like something a nine-year-old hands in. Yeah, I mean, it first off, it was it was. Uh, the rhyming pattern was limericks. It was, which I guess is ironic or maybe he was being, I don't know, but it was three stanzas of limericks, which is not, you know, the most sophisticated form of, of poetry. (laughs) Not that I'm some sort of, but it was just bad. The, the, I'm not going to read it because it's actually so so cringe that I cannot get over how bad it is. But likening Zelensky to St. Patrick and why? why? Everything about, it was like, why is this Italian woman (laughs) whose job it is not to mark this occasion, really? I mean, it's not her job to say happy St. Patrick's Day. Why is she reading this poem written by an Irish pop star like St. Patrick's yeah. Day to the Ukrainian invade like you're just trying you're all trying so hard to link shit together that has nothing and the, and the to do with it e- without other.
0: getting to into too much politics here uh especially when there's there's been so much pressure for the United States to do more right uh you know and, and that's what you choose to do, uh, you know, to read well, a fucking poem. I mean, I mean, I
1: don't actually have a problem with how the United States no, is I handling don't. I the didn't war say right I did. now. I didn't say I did, but there's been a lot of pressure. Because I would like not to be obliterated by a nuclear missile. Well, that, that's just yeah. me.
0: Well, yeah. Well, I'm not defending or criticizing them. I'm just saying that it's out there. And, and right. people are looking at not just the United States, but other countries to, you know, what are you doing aside from putting a little flag there next to your this Twitter is- account? Um that's what's been going on. But so, and then you choose to do this, you know, this that's exactly theatrical it. Bullshit. bullshit.
1: And it's um, it, all three of those things the can cloth and the, and the, um, and the Hamilton cast. And this was about her using cultural artifacts or cultural references to make it look like she's addressing a problem that she's absolutely not addressing. And I mean, don't, don't, Right. I mean, there are ways to show your, uh, you know, support for Zelensky or the Ukrainian people, but don't use Bono and St. Patrick's Day to do it, you know, and don't use Hamil, you know, the cast of Hamilton to sing about the insurrection at the Capitol. Like, don't. The thing all is it, it does is it shows me that you, as a leader, and listen. Nancy Pelosi has a lot of benefits. I, I, I mean, she's she's done a lot in her career, and she's done more than people give her credit for on the left. However. She has, especially in the last few years, a history of doing these big symbolic acts that just make you look incredibly out of touch with, uh, right. with that's, that's real people. Yes. Yes. Where it's just like, how on earth did you convince yourself that this was an appropriate thing to do? Is right. nobody on your staff... I mean, that's the thing. How insulated are you? Is anybody on your staff telling you this is a bad idea, or are they all too scared to tell you that it's a bad idea, or did they all stupidly think it was a good idea? Which none of that speaks well. That's the thing of I how mean, you're managing things. Not just
0: her; everybody involved, like everybody. Bono, you don't have like a YouTube, a YouTube friend today. I <laughs>
1: expect Bono to be obnoxious and self-absorbed
0: I like know, that. But, 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 on, she, but she should
1: not have given him the spotlight.
0: If you don't know, you have to understand that these people have forty people around them telling them what to do right. writing for them right. do you really think he wrote that uh, he probably you know wrote a few uh, things and then it was at a, whatever my point is that you have 40 people around you telling what to do what what not to say what to say um, working on your image you have you have you pay thousands of dollars or you know whatever to these people to carve this image And then you just destroy with a fucking stupid poem like that. I don't understand. I don't understand.
1: Like I I said, I'm less angry or upset about him because he is a 60-year-old pop star who's been known for 40 years to have a huge ego. But it's... That is how... That is how I expect him to act. And I'm not excusing anything that he does, but... Of the two of them, I'm like, all right, yeah, but you're the speaker of the house. You're the elected leader. You're right, the, you're right. the person who's supposed to be handling shit. Right. I expect him to act like a jackass. Why are you acting like a it jackass? It just
0: involves a lot of countries with something so stupid. Like, I mean, Ireland doesn't look good with this jackass. Well, it's yeah. not Ireland's fault, but it's it's cringeworthy to
1: try and tie Saint Patrick's to Zelensky. Like, just right,
0: right. Don't, but everybody, don't. everybody, like Great Britain and then you know UK uh, and then America and you know, all just. Doing the charade thing, you know. At this point, you know Gal Gadot is looking like <laughs> right. this naive girl. I mean, what she did is like nothing compared to what people have been doing lately. <laughs> uh, I'll take imagine <laughs> over well, this. Well,
1: again, I I don't get all that. I can roll my eyes when celebrities act stupid. Uh, it's when our elected officials, who I are agree. supposed to be in charge of these things, I agree. when you when you act as dumb as a celebrity, it right. is alarming. It is really alarming to see, to just see such powerful evidence that, wow, you were completely out of touch with normal human reactions, and you clearly don't have anyone around and you who's just, willing to tell you uh-huh. that um, this is not a good idea.
0: I agree. It's just, and it sends a horrible message like this. People are really expired, man. They, they have no clue what the hell they're doing That's anymore. That's what I'm saying. And it's just bad for the for for the for the party. It's bad for everybody. It's like, come on. Yeah um
1: it's bad for the country and i'm not even being funny about it no
0: no no it's just it sends a horrible message that you're really out of touch you don't know what to do and you should be focused on something else right and then if you if and if you got the stupid poem in your you know mailbox you know just i don't know put it on twitter or something right right but don't read it (laughs) i agree oh my god yeah um yeah
1: um I don't have anything more to say about that, but
0: it's just yes,
1: it's just distressing to see our elected officials act so completely. I mean that's not even human that kind of re- I just no, no. honestly it doesn't even you're what kind of robot are you that you thought that was a good idea? and like I said uh I'm not the, the type who normally roasts Nancy she gets a lot of shit in her career, some of it very 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 deserved but um she also probably doesn't get enough credit for the things right. she has accomplished I even agree. so lady when when i, I don't yeah this will probably get me in trouble but when when politicians do stuff like this um someone when politicians who have been politicians for 40 and 50 right. then it's like you know i don't mean to sound ageist but I really need someone who knows more about the world than you do. You are so insulated from it. You have been like a congresswoman for forty years. What do you know about what people are thinking? Um, and I'm not someone who talks about term limits. I don't even mean that. But when you've been around that long, like, please just step down and let someone else let someone else take over. Um, you are fail It's just evidence to me that you are you are further and further away from the needs or understanding of the people you're supposed to be serving that's just me
0: you uh, no i totally agree and uh because it, it, it's interesting that that happened that happened yesterday right yeah because uh, in the morning I and it, it, it's been going on this whole week that like we we're we have our site and do we do our things and and i'm not gonna lie every now and then i'm like oh my god we're doing this when people are getting blown, you know people are dying people are, people getting are dying every day yes But this is my job. I can't do anything else. Uh, uh, And, you know, I I volunteer when I can. I donate. We donate when we can. We volunteer when we can. We do what we can. My point is that this is what I do. And we get emails. We get people saying, you know, I I appreciate the distraction. So my point is that I'm doing what I can and what I do. Uh, I don't understand you going out of your way and do something like that. So stupid. Nobody was asking for it. Right.
1: Nobody was asking for it. And it just makes you look terrible. If all you, right, let's just move on. Right. I don't want to just If you up can't her do your day. job,
0: that's my point. If you can't do your job or if you can't focus on what you really need to do, just step away. But yep. don't do something like that.
1: Uh, moving on to the very popular politician of the moment, which is Volodymyr Zelensky. I know. Eyes are the, of the world are on this guy as he tries to repel the Russian invasion of his home country, Ukraine. Um, and... Uh, We just want to talk about his clothes, (laughs) but uh, there's meaning behind it. And actually, I think we pegged it because we could see that there was this conversation was going to start happening. And a couple days back earlier in the week, there was video of him uh, where he went to visit wounded soldiers in a hospital Um, and he's in a hoodie and joggers. And it was, you know, a racket all over the world. And we said at the time, we tweeted at the time, that uh, it's really interesting to watch him do this sort of work in that sort of outfit, because mm-hmm. that's new. That's a new image. When when you look at wartime leaders, like right. visiting soldiers and stuff and bombed out civilians or whatever, they're usually in some form of military here or something that indicates their superior status, you know, as, right. as a president or whatever. And here he, I, and I... You laughed when I said this with our mics off, but I really absolutely do not mean this in a dismissive way. I said he looks like any dad in a Target parking lot. Um, And that is uh, part of the appeal and part of the power of that image. Let's remind everyone that Vladimir Zelensky was a comic and an actor before he became president. Um, and he actually had a, a series where he played a comic who became the president of Ukraine. It's now on, on Netflix. Right. Um, I don't know how good an actor he was or how good... I've seen bits and pieces, but it's not for me to judge. But he clearly does have an actor's understanding, uh, a television or film actor's understanding of... Um, the power of costume, the power of clothing to project an image. This is what celebrities do on red carpets. It's what they do when they're playing characters. And he, he, I feel, clearly does have an understanding of what he's doing. You'll notice, and I don't want to talk just about the hoodie and the joggers. It's what he's been wearing all along since the invasion started. And all the videos that he's been shooting, it's all... Um, similar casual or athleisure wear with military undertones to it. Everything is like fatigue colored or olive colored, but he's not actually wearing military issue clothing. Um, in fact, the one t-shirt that he wore the other day, uh, it's an American clothing company, but they happen to put the Ukrainian flag on there on the patch of their t-shirts. Um, and I bring all of this up because I felt like this, we felt, we were talking about it earlier in the week, we felt like this was interesting, and it was very deliberate on his part, and we wondered how much, you know, when you think of, like, Winston Churchill, or, or Eisenhower, or the men, or or MacArthur, or great, like, military leaders during wartime who had to visit... Soldiers and, mm-hmm. and how they looked and what they wore and what they dressed became an issue and was widely emulated in a lot of cases. Eisenhower jackets were a really popular fashion choice from the '40s into the early '50s, and um, not just for men, but for women, right. Um, because we have a tendency, and you know Zelensky isn't even American, so that's, that's another thing that makes it interesting. We have a tendency, especially in America, to really um, revere these sort of strong men. Uh, figures that come along during these times of crisis, and the thing that I think a lot of people have um, responded to with Zelensky and that he has wisely cultivated by doing things like showing up in sweatpants and a hoodie, um, is that he he doesn't have that like sort of strong jawed male alpha male kind of that's not his image not at all it's it's very relatable and approachable. Um, and considering he was a celebrity before he became president, the fact that he can pull that off is very, very savage image-making. Right. Um, And I will pass to you in a second, but um, two things happened this week that illustrate how much this is having an effect, this way of appearing as a man of strength while looking like a dad in a Target parking lot. Again, I'm not saying that in a dismissive way. I admire the image craft and the relatability of it, but uh, he addressed Congress this this week, and it was very, very emotional, and people were crying, and it was an amazing address. And this, um, I'm not even going to say his name. He's like a right-wing stockbroker finance a, guy who was looking for... He's
0: just an asshole. ...looking yeah. for attention,
1: mm-hmm. but it went viral because he complained that um, he wasn't wearing a suit, and he thought it was disrespectful to address Congress in a t-shirt, which and is what he was me. wearing. He
0: looks like he's 150. That's why. um
1: And he's yeah, yeah. there's he also like all these pictures of him yeah. with like right-wing candidates yeah, exactly. so yeah.
0: i mean you're old and you dated and you, you, you your views are old
1: um but it just he was a very he's very well connected he has a huge following i know so this he was not some nobody and i just feel like this was a response by at least a portion of the establishment to this kind of image that they they want to slap it down so badly and then flip side of that a day or two after he made that, he sh- did that video in the hoodie. Um, Emmanuel Macron in France did a series of pictures where he showed up for work in um, jeans and a hoodie, and was—I mean, just. Says, shredded for it. That man
0: is an attention whore. He is.
1: He, he is. is. He, he is, is also, absolutely. he's very Clintonian in that he's just, there's not a soul there. There's no. just a, gears oh, and a political mind. He's
0: terrible. He's yeah. terrible. And so he wanted to kind of get, he immediately, some, yeah, I know, which is pathetic.
1: It's, Um. I, it, but again, it goes to the power of an image like that, right. and how quickly people either want to appropriate it or they want to attack it. Right. And this all happened within days of it. Um which really says something about um about how savvy that uh, that actually was for him to dress that way and to right. continue to dress that way. He's not he's clearly clearly not a dumb man. Clearly understands leadership, clearly understands image craft. Um and all of that comes out in the most unlikely way, which is basically t-shirts that you could buy at right, Marshalls. Right and hoodies and joggers, but he
0: also, he's also, and I'm, I'm not saying that because you're old. I mean, listen, I'm old. I'm not saying because you're old, you can't do your job anymore, but right. it gets to a point that you, you're not fresh anymore. <laughs> right. Right. Um, I mean, this guy is 44 years old. Yeah. He's uh, not a kid. I actually,
1: I, when I was looking it up, cause I was like, Oh, this is like millennial leadership. And he's actually a little too old to be considered a millennial. Right. Um, he's not that young, but he gives off
0: such a youthful vibe right is is the same thing with alexandria cortez i mean you know right, all right, the right. criticism about what she wears and all that i mean but she represents her time right right and right. i think that that's what we're talking about he he's doing his thing that right whatever he thinks is what he's supposed to do for the time. And it's working. It's working. It's working. Uh, The Um,
1: fact that um, people are responding to the way he is dressing for these things shows that he's right to be provocative in the way he's doing it. If
0: if he showed up wearing a tie and a suit, a perfect fitted suit and tie and everything, people would be criticizing him for it. It People would be saying, you know, when do you have the time to put this outfit together? It. And if he had
1: showed up in an actual military uniform, it would have looked like cosplay. They right. would have made fun of him because, you know, he was on Dancing with the Stars. Right. What's he They're doing say, not, dressing up like right. a soldier? It's You're not a very soldier. sharp and smart, threading that needle where he looks like he's might be part of a unit, but he's not actually wearing uh, a military the issue clothing the,
0: i saw a picture of him and you know this is a big screen and he's wearing uh, you know all these people right. and 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 listening to him and everyone wearing a suit and right. so on and he's wearing a t-shirt and you can see the t-shirt because it's a white t-shirt so it's very clear and bright shirt um he also
1: I, wears his clothes tight yeah. like a celebrity which right. i think is fascinating um someone tweeted something the other day about his his casual style and said that guy'll never wear a suit again and i was like well the, i thought i don't know if that's necessarily true because i actually noticed zelensky um back during when the trump impeachment when uh, mm-hmm. all that stuff right. was coming up and they had pictures of him with trump and i was like well that guy likes to wear his suits kind of tight like right. he wears some very fitted suits i actually think this is a man who does like and understand fashion right. like i said he is a celebrity um, and the fact that he's not a big man, he's not a, you know, he, he's not some square jawed action hero, but he's been wearing all these tight little t-shirts, tight little hoodies and tight little outfits that accentuate a sense of power and youth in him.
0: Right. And yes, youth and, and, yeah. and, and, and fitness. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, he is fit. You can do the job. That's yeah. the message here. You, you're young. Right. And you can do the and job. And I can do
1: the job. Uh, I can run around Rumble. I can yes, visit. Exactly. I can dodge bombs. I can, right. you know. Uh, and you
0: need that. You need that. Well, he's he's
1: fighting several battles at once. Right. And and the, the when it comes, he's waging a PR battle Well, uh, at the same time that he's actually repelling an invasion in his country. And every day he's sending out videos and appealing to world leaders and... Uh, playing a political game in order to get as much support as he can right. from the world community.
0: I mean that and image of him wearing the T-shirt, the white T-shirt. It, it, the message is, you know, I'm not just rolling up my sleeve. I'm actually, I took my shirt in off, it. yeah, and I'm, I'm in it. I'm, I'm ready to work. I'm here working actually, uh, while you guys are just listening to me. And you know, I'm here to ask for your help. Uh, right. So I'm here actually working. This is what a uh, person working looks like right um it's it's a great message it's a great uh, look and you know
1: i um am very wary of over praising him uh not because i don't think he deserves it but because like i said americans can get really weird about their war heroes right and right i'm not going to act like i understand the politics of ukraine or what he was like before this moment i have no idea for all i know he was corrupt i'm not saying any i'm just saying i respect how he has been handling himself during this whole invasion i respect how he's been standing up for his country right and from a public image perspective i am just blown away by how savvy he is about using um not just fashion but using things like social media in a way that you know it's very rare to see a politician that savvy about these things he is definitely winning the pr battle
0: I think the me- that's the message here, and it, I'm not in that situation, thank God. I'm not, you know, running or, you know, right. hiding and, 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 anyway, getting separated, you know, family members and all that. I'm not going through that, but if, if you're going through that, you want someone like that. That's the message you want, someone who is really fighting for right. you. Um doesn't matter what he's and wearing. And
1: upsetting um, stockbrokers and financial yeah, guys. Exactly and, exactly. and trying to get exactly. other politicians to steal some of his... I mean, that Macron thing, I still oh can't God, get it over it.
0: It was so bad. It was the it most was cringeworthy horrible.
1: thing I've ever seen a politician but do. But it's so
0: him to do that. It, it is very just, him.
1: <laughs> anyway, these are our thoughts on fashion and politics and celebrity and culture and the Met Gala. And that's it. Do you have anything you want to add?
0: No, I'm trying. I've been watching TV, watching a few shows, but nothing, you know, important. Nothing. Yet.
1: I mean, we've talked about every show that we we've already right. talked about all the shows that we're watching on this podcast. So until next week, we'll be back with whatever crosses our eyes or crosses our desks. Uh, until then, take care of yourselves. Love you. Mean it. Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs> bye.